Hi, welcome to another edition of James Short, Coach James Short podcast, leading and growing your real estate business well. The time has come. We've got the man. We've nailed him. We've brought him in. And I am I excited to have him on the line today. Mr. Tony Rowe, Mr. T, Mr. Rowe, whatever you call him, he is Mr. Real Estate. He is the guru. He is the man. He he. He's the mover and shaker within the industry. If you don't know Tony Rowe, you will soon get to know him because he, uh, he's been around the traps, not for a long time, but quality time, quality time. Tony runs a company called MRT, My Real Estate Training. It's an RTO that helps those in the real estate get qualified, um, obviously with their license and so forth, but obviously offers, offers a number of different other training programs from leadership um, all the way through to business development. And uh, all my clients in the real estate go and uh, get touched by Tony in a good way. His, uh, his guidance, his leadership, and I guess his information, the know-how within the industry is phenomenal. Uh, since 2003, Tony's been in the RTO space of uh, helping businesses really with their strategy and uh, achieving those goals when it comes to qualification. Um, and what I call him is is the trainer to the stars. So let's get him online. Welcome, Tony. Great for you to be here with us today. Thanks, James. <laughs> That's a flowery introduction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love your story. There, there is a story to tell. Um, share us the journey on, I guess, how have you, what, what's been the development over the years to get to where you are today? Gosh. Um, I started out a long time ago as a school teacher, um, did that for nearly 20 years, um, finished that in, in 2000 and uh, started in vocational training space, specifically into real estate in 2003 or early 2003 and um, have been here ever since in under various banners and guises. Um, since then, I've had uh, been involved with a number of other RTOs, either as the, the uh, training manager or CEO of uh, probably four um, RTOs before I set my real estate training up and, uh, and, and operating this one exclusively to, to the real estate um, sector in, uh, across New South Wales, ACT, Victoria, uh, I've got a client in Tasmania um, and a couple of corporate clients that operate out of WA as as well as uh, on on the East Coast. Um, yeah. Wow, That's fantastic. Good. Fantastic. A good coverage, a good coverage. Obviously, uh, being in the industry and knowing the industry and, and having your hands across many different facets uh, with clients and so forth, you would see a, a shift in a trend and so forth and obviously challenges. And, and we've just been discussed about the, the colourful characters within the real estate uh, industry. What do you notice? The question is, what do you notice is some of the challenges that they come to you with in relation to your your area of expertise? What happens? Okay, most agents that come to, to us are looking for um, either their entry-level qualification the, the, from a compliance point of view or for their to upgrade to the to the full license, so they become a licensed real estate agent. Uh, that, that's the that's the bulk of the, the clients. Sometimes individuals, and sometimes the you know the franchise group or the the um, the organisation or a particular business will come and say, we want our people trained up, get, you know, to a, to a particular level 
be that be that the entry levels or the or the or the full license. We also do, of course, the in where it's um, legislated the the um, professional development training, and and we we provide a number of options uh, around doing that either as an online exercise, face to face workshops. Um, and and sometimes, well, a lot of the time, through the uh, through the major industry events and and endorsing those those events for uh, professional development purposes. Side note: There's been a strong transition um, to the online space. What have you noticed? Is some of those trends of of training and so forth, and and what are you what are you noticing with those trends? It's taken it's it's probably taken a lot longer than than um, people thought it would for I guess acceptance of of the online facility. The exercise from from our point of view has been to try and make it as as simple, um, straightforward, streamlined as as we possibly can for agents to to be able to meet their compliance requirements, but make sure they do meet their compliance requirements from a from a um, regulator's perspective but that that trend towards the online space is uh, is is something that that we are beginning to see increased pressure from the client base of have you got it online have you, you know do i have to come in and do this or can i do it online so that's something that's that's occurred probably more so in the last couple of years and then, then before that, so, yeah. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Now, I like to get a little bit up close and personal, and I know you've got some scars as, lo- as well as myself of, of the different challenges that we face as business owners in our own businesses. What have been some of the challenges that you've personally faced to, which obviously you've resulted as a, as a good outcome, but in that time there was a challenge. What's been some of the challenges that you've overcome that have helped you and guide you through your own business journey? Wow, um, with, with, without naming names, um, <laughs> the uh, probably the biggest the, the biggest challenge, and I think it's something that applies, you know, across across the industry, is um, trying to avoid make it as streamlined as the process as streamlined as possible, but without taking shortcuts that that are going to get people into trouble. Um, some of my um, bosses in the past have been very keen on as many shortcuts as possible um, and that sometimes led to, 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 to stepping over into grey areas of, uh, of, of the legalities. Um, I'm very much opposed to that sort of, um, to that sort of mentality and, uh, and, I, and I think that sort of plays out with the way I, I do things. The intention is certainly always to, to, to do the right thing and, and the, do it the right way. And, um, and I think there's a, there's a bit of pressure to get the transaction done and, um, and get it done as quickly and cleanly and as possible. And uh, that, that can lead to, that has led to some challenges in the past. Challenges well, with me with me as the boss, um, I, I guess I still I still get that pressure, but um, I'm also I think now in the position where I can say to to somebody who who tries to force that, um, I think it's best if you go somewhere else because you're not going to get that service from me. And that's what I 
that's what I love about you, Tony, is, is you've got that Mr. Integrity hat and, you, you know, you wear it. But, you know, seriously, you, you, you wear stuff on, on your sleeve, but, you know, go, you know what? No, I believe this is the right way to do it and we're doing it this way. And if you don't like it, well, there's the door, pretty much. And, yeah. and, and that has then come back to you a thousandfold in obviously what you've created within your business because people like that, they respect that. And you know what? Uh, it's just resulted in, in a great customer relationship that you've, you've, uh, that you've had with a lot of your clients. So no, that's, that's fantastic. On the, flip, on, the, on the flip side, what about some of the, I guess, some um, successes that you've had that have helped shape you? What have been some of those wins that you're, you're most proud of over your journey? Uh, it's along the same lines, I guess, that, it, that it's when you're, looking at, when you're looking at the products that you've got to deliver, and it doesn't matter what, I, I don't believe it matters what the product is that you've got to deliver. If, if you've got a product or a service and you're constantly asking and, and wanting people to ask you, is that the best way it can be done? Um, or is there a better way? Is there another way? And and if you, you're constantly looking for that sort of, um, I guess, improvement um, in, in the product or service and you occasionally find it, then um, if that gives you a, a, a commercial or advantage or something like that, that's that's a good thing. For me, I, I guess probably the um, the thing that, that's probably got me into a bit of trouble, uh, not in terms of competitors saying you can't do that, um, but me saying I can do that and then doing it and then watching the competitors then turn around and go, how did he do that? How can I do that? I want to do that and then watch them do it or try to um, has, has probably been the, the um, I guess it's, I call it the five-day course because it is a five-day course, but it was for experienced agents. And again, we locked a whole lot of integrity around um, and and evidence around the people who were allowed to do, who, who we do allow um, to do that course and say, you've got to be able to demonstrate that you've got the runs on the board before you meet the criteria to join the team and, and go through that process. Um, I guess it's a bit like saying that, you know, somebody... As a, as a sporting analogy, somebody who plays suburban football um, as opposed to somebody who's making making grade. You can play suburban football as much as you like, but if you want to be able to make grade, you've got to be able to, to demonstrate performance and skill and, and that sort of stuff before you're allowed on the, on the field wearing, that, um, wearing that, that, that rep jumper. So true, so true. And what I love about that, particularly the the constant improvement and constant growth. I remember uh, one of our previous businesses, which I know you know of, um, every year would have, uh, we get our, our clients together and would get the feedback. So, okay, cool. Well, what are we doing? Well, how could we improve? What do you like? What don't you like? And that feedback over a breakfast workshop would help us then to devise the, the business plan for the next year, which that feedback is gold because you're talking directly to your clients what they want, what they don't want, and then they feel enrolled with the, the vision and the direction of the business. So that's what I love. That's yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, let's talk about leadership. I know that you you you've seen many different offices, many different agencies. You deliver leadership components within your training. What do you notice? What is leadership for you? And what do you notice around those who are portraying 
amazing leadership compared to those who aren't portraying, portraying great leadership? Leadership management, um, <clears throat> what it, two, two different concepts, I guess, man, being a manager and being a leader. But I guess the, the key thing for that I like to think about a, a leader is somebody who's first up honest with themselves, um, is then able to be honest with their team and to and somebody who's able to um, accept advice um, however that advice is delivered to them that that there's that, that, that advice that they require that advice to be honest um, there's nothing worse than than a um, I, I use the expression a couple of times the emperor with no clothes um, it's surrounded the, the, the leader surrounds themselves with people who tell them that, that everything is going going along fine and everybody knows it isn't except the, the leader who's being told that everything is going fine and everybody else knows that it isn't. And then all of a sudden people start to leave and go, oh, hang on, what's happened? Why did that happen? Um, what's going wrong? Why haven't I been told? Because everybody, you've surrounded yourself with people who are telling you everything's fine. So it's it's being open to that that idea that there's, there's the opportunity for improvement constantly it doesn't matter how well you're doing something the opportunity for improvement is there and a good leader is somebody who's able to grasp that um, that information and and put things in in place you can go military analogies you can go um, sporting analogies sport oh, I like the sporting one probably better that you know um, Tiger Woods or Greg Norman or you know the Australian swimming team, cricket team, if they do something wrong, they go out and they practice what it is that they did wrong until they stop doing it wrong and do it better. Um, and I think that's, you know, generals can't probably do that with their, with their army, go out and practice, you know, things they got wrong and, and um, you know, minus a few troops along the way. But the, the idea is there, what, what, what went wrong with that particular strategy? What can we do next time to make sure it doesn't happen like that again? Yeah, spot on. And, and uh, taking that, I, I love the, the analogy of the All Blacks. You know, they still go out and, you know, love them, hate them, but they are the number one in world rugby. It's they still practice the basics. They still get out and do the, the skills. I, I, I show my age here, but there's a there's, there's an old dead coach called Jack Gibson, um, rugby league, and uh, and and Jack was always very big. Um, I remember I only ever went to one training session with him when he was at Cronulla, um, and it was it was uh, the importance of everybody no matter who they were of of doing the the basic drills and making sure they got the got the basic skills right his his message was get the basics right and the fancy stuff comes later so true so true so when we talk about people like jack gibson who's been some i guess some mentors advisors they could be live dead whoever that you've taken bits of information and you've utilized that on your your day-to-day life and and your own journey again i'm not gonna i i you know i I like Jack Gibson, and I've I've read his books, and and a uh, very dry sense of humour, and that's that's mine as well. Um, I won't name anybody else uh, for fear of offending somebody that I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say that, in all fairness, every single 
one of the people that I've ever worked for as a as a as a boss or a manager or, or a, a leader um, has taught me something. Whether they were good, bad, or otherwise, I've learned from them. So I like to say that, it, that they've all been my mentors. And uh, uh, even though you know, like I say, they whether they're good, bad, or otherwise you learn something from them and it's even if it's as simple as saying there's no way in the world i would ever do that um and even though that's their style it's certainly not my style um and then you look at you know you might look at one aspect of their life and say that's that's really good i like that i'm going to i'm going to try and duplicate or replicate that if i can um that other side of it no no way so it becomes the important thing is for the individual to decide what it is that suits them. And this is where the honesty that I spoke about earlier comes in. Um, I could never do that or I could do that or I will or I won't do that. What's important is that the individual works out their own style, what's going to work for them, and then go about, again, as honestly as possible, implementing that, but being prepared to, to change. If you see somebody and go, I want to be just like them, um, it's never, ever going to happen. Um, they can be the guru up on the stage for as many years as they like. Um, but if you're not them and travelled their path and done their story, um, it's not going to work out that way for you either. You have to modify, adapt, implement and, um, and see how it goes for you. Yeah, I, I, that's it's what I love. It's finding that uniqueness. It's finding that what I call the superhero inside of you. I've just came from um, a local school, which I got asked to talk to about 200 year sixes. And uh, yeah, it was, you know, I was like, Oh my goodness. I saw some of the teachers were actually friends of mine in the audience. Like, Oh, there's no pressure here. But anyway, and, and the analogy that I use is, is the Superman and Batman analogy, but it's more about finding their own superhero-ness with inside of them and, and their uniqueness and, and let them shine. That's what I love about yourself is, is, you stand by your own uniqueness and that has developed you and you've, you've started that off with your values and you've led that into the leadership qualities, which now then you lead into the lessons that you've learned along the way from everyone that you've, you've come in contact with. So, which is, which is great, which is great. When we talk about, um, I guess, pieces of information, you've, you've given a lot of information, but if you could just say have two to three bits of information that you could share with the audience about, um, helping them with their own business, what would be those two to three bits of information that you'd like to share with them? <clears throat> this is, this is um, I, I thought long and hard about um, this and, and I, I guess my first thing is um, regardless of the environment you're operating in, uh, to know and understand the rules. Uh, of, of the rules that apply to, to your business or industry or whatever it is that you're doing, um, the context in which you operate. Um, be able to apply, number two is be able to apply those rules. Um, and I guess the third thing, and it's probably the most important thing from from my point of view, and I, I guess it comes back to things like, you know, my background, my values, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that is to do the right thing. 
um, often if you know the rules, you can bend the rules, um, but be able to apply the rules and, and that sort of thing. But more importantly is to make sure that, that you're doing the right thing. And, and that's fairly important to me. I like to say to agents, um, you know, if you can walk down the street um, and see your clients or competitors coming towards you and you're quite happy to walk towards them, um, smile, nod, shake their hand or, or whatever, um, rather than cross the street to, to avoid them, um, you're probably doing the right thing. And I'm quite happy to walk down the street and see everybody I deal with. Love it. And I know I've walked down the street with you and it takes a bloody long time because you're talking to everyone. Um, I love those three rules because that can actually be related to all aspects of life. It's not just business. It's, it's yeah. your family life, your personal life. So yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. So what's, what's on the agenda? What's coming up for you over the next six months, 12 months? What do you, what do you got coming up? We've got, there's some, some major and significant reforms coming into the, into this space with uh, licensing requirements being, being changed, um, <clears throat> training package being re-released and, and, um, and modified. So there's an awful lot of uh, boring stuff coming up. And um, at the same time, you've got to have the, uh, you know, keep the business ticking along and, and that sort of thing. Um, in, in that's in the next six months, next six to 12 months, by the end of this year, all of that will be in place. Um, after that, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that retirement is not too <laughs> Love it. A couple, Love of, it. a couple of years is, uh, is, is probably going to see me out, I hope. <laughs> good stuff good stuff so how can how can the audience find out more because there's as you said there's a lot of change coming to the industry yeah. um, and, and you're on the forefront of this change you understand this change so how can how can the listeners find out more and uh, where can they go um, the web so my website is myrealestatetraining.com.au um, I've got a Tony Rowe on, on LinkedIn um, profile um, the details for how to contact me are on the website or at, or, or at LinkedIn and um, or call me. Lovely. Excellent. <laughs> email, Excellent. Um, whatever. I don't, I, I have no problem with people. Phone number is 0411 and uh, it's, it's there. If, if people want to contact me, then they can. Fantastic. So check it out, myrealestatetraining.com.au. Check him out on LinkedIn, Tony Rowe. Um, he's got all his contact details everywhere. Make sure you get in contact because there is a lot of change coming out within the industry. Um, so I highly recommend to be on the forefront. So you, otherwise, it could be some, some nasty things that come along your way if you bury your head in the sand. Yes. So make, make sure you, you, you really take note of some of the changes. Tony, really appreciate your time, energy, expertise. Um, thank you so much for being on the call today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, James. Wonderful. So there we go. Leading and growing your real estate business. Another podcast session from James Short. Have a wonderful afternoon and looking forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now. <laughs>